Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. We need to be just like Jesus and just like many of the great men and women of faith who know that if you do good works and you serve after you receive this gift of salvation, that God is going to take care of you and make a way. You know, in 1978, when we started this church, we had no idea how God was going to help us. We had no idea. But then things began to happen, and God had moved on this one. I'll open my house for you to meet in. We met, met in a home, the first meeting. And then we went to hotels, you know, and then we went to, uh, you know, other rented facilities. And then we came in this one. And you come in here today, and you enjoy this, and it's so beautiful. But it was so hard on my flesh in the beginning because we didn't have a beautiful place like this. It was a warehouse. It wasn't very nice. It wasn't very warm. And I would cry out to God, and He would tell me, you're going to possess it. It's going to be little by little. And I'd say, oh, no, God. Not little by little, much by much, please. (laughs) But my flesh, because it didn't represent... Eddie or myself, but we had to start and we had to begin the work. And when we did, God met us at every way. You you look at all the the things that we have for children and our teens and young adults and, and all of us that are here, you look at what we have and it's so wonderful. And God has blessed us beyond sometimes that what you would even think. There's still a lot to go. I certainly am not saying we've arrived, but from where we started from, I remember, and you know I've told this story before, but I I probably told all these stories a lot, over a lot of years. But I remember that we were so thankful to be in the Lord's will. We were so thankful to be obedient to what God had called us to do. We weren't perfect. We didn't do everything right. We didn't have experience. We knew some things, but we didn't know a whole lot. And one day, you know, it was, I don't know, it was either lunch or dinner. I don't know which one it was. But um, we we, uh, needed something to eat. So, and I won't say in our house we didn't have anything. We're out and we're going to eat, okay? And um, and then... um, we start, I get in my pocketbook, pull out my billfold, my change purse, and I start pulling out all that change, what I had, and I might have had a dollar or whatever. And Eddie gets into his, and he pulls out what he has. And we pull up to the crystal window. (laughs) And everybody said, yum. (laughs) We pull up to the crystal window, and we're laughing as we go through. You know why we're laughing? We're laughing because whatever it took to pay for that, God was supplying and we were happy to be in the place and on the pathway that God had called us to be. And you know, God calls us to serve in so many ways. Do you know that when you're raising your family, your children, you are on the pathway to your destiny? 
Now, that's not it. You know, a lot of people, they have a children, and then you never see them again. They don't come back to church. They don't serve. They don't do anything spiritually. If God gives you blessings, don't let those blessings be excuses for not serving the Lord. Be glad for what He's given. And, and I'll just say for a new parent, new mom especially, you know, you can't do everything in the church. You, you do have to be selective and pick. Who knew that bringing those little bitty babies into your home could be so much responsibility, so much work, and you have to have so much equipment? It's unreal, isn't it? But you got to take care of them. So you do that, and I'm not talking about you serve the Lord at the exclusion of that. You sure don't. But, you know, there, there was a story in the Bible. You know, I, I have... I have Houses and lands. I can't do that. I can't serve. I'm not going to be able to be at that or do that. I've got cattle. I've got to tend. I can't be there. I can't do that. I got married. My goodness, this woman is driving me crazy. This man is driving me crazy. I've got to be with him. You know what? Don't use it as excuses for not serving the Lord. Just serve in the ways that you can. You got the little babies, they're going to grow, get a little bit older, and things change. And then you can do a little more. You understand? But never hide behind the blessings that God gives you. And that's a word for somebody. Never hide behind the blessings that God gives you to use as an excuse for not serving the Lord. You can do something. It may be small, but you can do something. Amen? If it's not, when you go to the grocery store, smile, take somebody's cart, whatever it is, you know, it's very, very important that we serve the Lord. Romans 12, verse number 1, it says, you present your bodies a living sacrifice. He didn't said say, kill yourself and put yourself on the altar. He said, lay yourself as a living sacrifice on the altar. Sacrifice. Oh, we don't like to sacrifice. We just like to be blessed. Well, who doesn't like to be blessed? But there comes a time where blessing is not all that there is to it. You got to sacrifice. And when you serve the Lord and when you follow His pathway and His destiny then you do it His way and you bring your life as a living sacrifice to Him. Listen to what this says in the Amplified. I love it. Make a decisive dedication. Make a decision. Dedicate your bodies. Your bodies, the thing that you use in the earth to function. No body, no functioning in the earth. Body, you function in the earth. Okay, so make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Did you know serving Serving people is serving God. Did you know that? Serving people is serving God and it's called spiritual worship. I think sometimes, you know, our tuner is out 
and we need to adjust the tuner, and we need to pick up. We're not just doing this and doing that and sharing this and sharing that, teaching those kids. No, you are dedicating your service to the Lord as spiritual worship. And we need to remind ourselves of that. We're all human. We all get into routines and rote of life. But we need to remind ourselves, why do we serve others? Whether it's inside this place or outside. Why do we love other people? Why do we care? Why do we minister? Why do we feed? Why do we clothe? Why do we encourage? Why do we pray? Why do you do that? It's spiritual worship unto the Lord. Now, as I'm closing, got a lot more I wanted to say, but I can just tell it's not going to happen. Not unless I keep you here for a long time, and I'm not going to do that. I want to tell you about a time in my life where... Now, I, I'm, I'm a doer, okay? I, I do things. I will make it happen. You give it to me, I'm going to make it happen, or I'll find out why. I can't. But I came to a time in my life where my son had just gone to heaven at 17 years old. I was devastated. I was in so much pain and hurt. And it's been 16 years ago now, and it still hurts. And I knew I could not go on if God did not give me the strength. A period of time passed, and I was just still. I, could, I couldn't really do anything. And people prayed for us. They were standing with us. And we knew that, and that brought great comfort to us. But I couldn't do anything. And so a period of time, I, I knew, you know, God gives you a grieving period. I knew that, and so I needed that. Everybody does. You need that grieving period. But then I came to the point where inside of me, I knew that I must not continue grieving in the way that I was. I had to do something. And through the strength and power of the Holy Spirit, I decided that I was going to just, by faith, do an act of kindness and goodness towards someone else. I was hurting so badly, I couldn't stand it, but I had to get my attention and my focus off of me. So one of the teams, uh, it was a, we were doing summer of service. All during the summer, there would be all kinds of outreaches that we would do. And this one outreach, this one outreach was Habitat for Humanity. And I went in there and, you know, I did my part. You know, I'm certainly not a carpenter, but I could do something. <laughs> there were other people doing those kinds of things. So I went in there as unto the Lord. I did what I could do that day. Didn't feel any different at all. But I knew I had to do it and it was time to do it. And I'm going to do good. Somebody is going to be able to have a new home and a nice home 
because I'm helping. I didn't do it all. I didn't do the whole thing, but I was a part of it. I was helping somebody else and sharing the love of Jesus with them. So we came to the end and we were cleaning up, you know, and swept up and did all the things we did. And we came to the end of it and it's like right there, out in the open was a nail just laying there. And it was all bent and warped and everything. And I'm thinking, I bent over. This is the nail. I've kept it. Because I wanted to remember when I was so broken, I didn't think I could go on. But God, in His great grace and goodness, raised me up. I'm not bent and warped like that now. Now, I'm marked. I am marked. I'm marked till I go to heaven. I picked it up and I said, Lord, that's how I am today. I'm bent and I'm broken. I need you to help me. And you know what? He's been faithful ever since. And he has helped me. He did not leave me. He did not forsake me. But I determined that day, I'm stepping back into life. I'm stepping back in to what I'm supposed to do. And I'm going to live for eternity. Not just for the moment, I'm living for eternity. And folks, that's what you and I must do. We must live for eternity. And there's so many things that can beset us. And it could be a situation. I know in a room like this and even online, there's people who have lost loved ones and they're hurting and they're in pain. But you have to get up after a certain period of time. And only you can determine that. But if it's a year or two, you need, you need to get up. You need to get up and you need to serve. And all of us here this morning and those that are watching online, we must be about the Father's business now so that we won't have regrets when we stand before the Lord. What do you need to do? Well, we've given you opportunities on top of opportunities to serve here if this is your church. But you don't have to just serve here. You can go out and there's so many things that you can do and that is as unique as you are. You know, what, the, what God wants you to do in loving and caring and serving other people, that is totally up to you totally up to you. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I pray over all the people listening, all of the people listening. And I pray that they would stir up on the inside of them the gift of God and use it and do good like Jesus did, like the disciples and the apostles did and serve other people through this great love that you've extended to us. Lord, may we not be lazy and complacent and irresponsible. And may we not live life and look back with regrets when we come to that time of crossing over to come to be with you. May we serve you now while it is day. There's gonna come a time when we cannot serve anymore but we can now. Lord, help, help us not have regrets about what we didn't do, but help us to step forward in the faith that you placed in our heart 
create in each one of us a desire to do good, to love people, and to serve people in every area of our life. And Father, we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.